Yo, Josh, did you see that Bulls game? Oh my God, we destroyed them. Stop it, stop it. We only won eight games, stop it. Spacey voice. Haters gonna hate. I can't, how does someone get upset that you're excited about winning a game? I'm. He was hurt, he was butt hurt. He, he was very hurt. If, if no one knows what we're talking about, Suggs, I believe it was a dunk Suggs made, and he came down to court excited, like one should be. Repping the city, you know. Repping the city, had his hands team. had his hands on the front of his shirt, showing where he, where, where he plays at, saying, I'm here now. And the, and the Bulls announcer was on some bulls. It was awesome. <laughs> he took offense to it. He got hurt. It's understandable. I mean, we've I all know. been there. You know, when the player you don't like does something and it's like, all right, relax, buddy. You're playing against the magic. You don't have to do all that. But, you know, there's a double standard for everything. Exactly. But welcome to Not Another Magic Pod, hosted by your boys, Josh and Devante. This is episode two. Hopefully you guys liked episode one. We got a lot of good responses from it. We appreciate all the love and support. All the retweets, all the likes, all the five stars, comments on Apple Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. We really appreciate y'all, for, for sure, for sure. Thank you, thank you. We hope you enjoy this episode as well and keep listening. Yeah, and if, if you have any suggestions, if you have any topics we should discuss, if you want to hear our take on anything specifically, just drop it in the comments. We're always on Twitter, so or DM us. Or if whoever wants to be, you know, I always listen to these pods and I'm like... They need to get me on there. Like, I I want to talk about the magic. If anybody want to come talk about the magic, come talk to us. We're always open. We're starting the show from new. So, anyone want to come talk magic, talk to us. We are the magic fam, you know? Exactly. So Hashtag. Our arms are always open. Hashtag. Hashtag. Magic together. Hashtag magic together. Hey. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Oh. So... There was a game before the Bulls game. I mean, most people already forgot about that game, but... Which game was that? It was against that one team. You know that really old team? Oh, the Queen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, King, the King. <laughs> yeah, that, that one, that team. Yeah, I mean, what did we expect? I mean, you did call the under 10, and they won by 11. I don't <laughs> know if you noticed that. <laughs> they, they, somebody was against me. LeBron listened to the podcast. That's what it was. I think so. He he needed some extra motivation because, you know, it's not easy going up against the Magic. Exactly. You got to bring your A game all the time. Like, we had – there's some bright spots in that Lakers game. I mean, Suggs went 22 points, four rebounds, nine assists. He did have six turnovers, which he has to – he's a rookie. He's a rookie point guard at that. So, he has to, you know, gain confidence, Um, basically go through the reps, and he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I really like what I've been seeing from Suggs lately. He's – just since he's been back from injury, like we said in the last episode, he looks like a completely different player. And each game is just, he shows progress. And you can't ask for much more than that from your guy who's played, what, 20 games? Yeah, exactly. And so if you if me, if me you and Suggs were sitting across from each other one right now and he was like, give me one thing to work on over this offseason, what would it be? Mm, I'd still say that handle, even though it has gotten better. But I still think he needs to work a little on the handle, just just knowing where he wants to be on the floor and how to get there. Exactly. I think I would say the same thing. His handle and his 
I mean, his decision making has been better. It has. Um, his handle and his finishing, probably. I mean, Chicago. <laughs> he showed us his finishing in Chicago, but we'll get there. Um, who else had a good game? I feel like Wendell had a good game. It was his first game back, I believe. Wendell did off the bench. He had 19 points in 19 minutes, six for 10 from the field, two of four from three. I love Wendell, man. We're going to talk more about Wendell for the Chicago game, but Wendell is one of my. He's so solid. Who who came off? Who did he come off the bench for? Who started? Mo started. Mo didn't have a bad game himself. He eleven points, eight rebounds. Oh, we went with the three guard lineup. The three guard starting lineup. Yep. Suggs, Cole, and Gary. Which I mean, against them, this Le- I don't know. Mo's does some weird things sometimes. I don't know. I probably would have started Okiki. Oh, you love Chuma. <laughs> I love Chuma, but I mean, like, you can't play Gary Harris at the three. Well, I don't know. Who, let's see who did the Lakers start with. Trevor Ariza. I mean, it's not a bad matchup. Yeah, not too bad. Who guarded? Did Franz guard LeBron? I can't even remember. He did. LeBron's, LeBron's had an okay game. 29? Yeah, 29 points on 12 for 23. <laughs> it's all right. I mean. Decent, just like Embiid. It's not a 50 yeah, it piece. Was, it wasn't all that. I've seen better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we lost that game, which... It's in the past. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to lose games, you know. But let's get to the real why we're here today. This game last night, or if you're listening to this on Tuesday, the game two days ago, the Chicago game. A lot of bright spots in this Chicago game. I'm kind of upset that I didn't go to this game because it looked very lit, if I do say so myself. I mean, from watching on TV, that was probably the best crowd we've had all year. Exactly. And the and they, they were actually rooting for us, so that was good. I mean, I did see a tweet that they were chanting MVP for DeRozan, and then Magic fans were trying to combat that with booze, and that's a step up from where we usually are. Yeah, I mean, especially from that Philly game a couple weeks ago. I don't want to. Let's not go there. But yeah, the Chicago that game had culture written all over it for me. How about you? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of the what do they call them bell plays? Lots of bell plays. From lots of different people. I guess we'll start it off with Mr. Dunk Contest. They say and put him in the dunk contest. I don't know if to go that far, but Mr. Suggs. Uh, Suggs showed me something. I, I I know he's athletic, but I didn't know to what extent. And I definitely didn't think it was to that. Yeah, I seen a lot of high school, a lot of high school highlights when we first drafted him, and he was like jumping out the gym. And I was like, I didn't see this Suggs in Gonzaga, but we saw it last night. Yeah, he, he definitely impressed me on the, like, I just didn't know he had it in him. Yeah. And it wasn't once, not once, not twice, but three times. Yeah. And then the, the DeRozan one really caught me off guard. He almost broke the internet. <laughs> he did. And he got the N one and he got everyone happy, cheering, started talking his, you know what? And it's funny because you talked about it last, last episode. You said, we don't have any guards that go in for the dunk. Yeah, exactly. You said, I mean, we brought up Cole, but, but he, Cole's he, size kind of, he's more of a fast break guy. Yeah. But Suggs split the defenders, drove, rose up on DeRozan and threw it down. Exactly. And that's that's what we haven't seen from Suggs, that ball that ball handler, how he split the screen. Yeah, normally he would have lost the ball. He would have He would have tripped. He dove on the ground. But not this time. Rose up. And then he had a nice, he had like three... Solid defensive plays, too, where he just read the defense. 
yeah, he got those deals at half court, just pressuring his own man, playing the passing lanes. Yeah, he, it looks like he's playing football out there, like a free safety yeah. at, on defense, and then it looks like he's a QB on offense. Did you see that pass in the Lakers game? I hate to go back, but oh, the full court pass, full yeah. court QB one pass. That that was beautiful. <laughs> I was Look. like, this is the this is this is where you see Suggs what Suggs could be. Like, if he gains his if he does all the things in the off season to gain to, to go to his potential, this is what Suggs could be. He could be a really good player. Like all the talk was about Franz at the beginning of the season. And Suggs was kind of just thrown on the back burner, but... For good reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm he not was, saying Franz didn't play well. No, but I'm saying Suggs didn't yeah, play Suggs well. Yeah, Suggs did not. <laughs> he had a couple games where it was like, okay, I see. But most of the games, he was turning it over. Anytime he touched the ball... So bad. Yeah. I think he was bottom three in field goal percentage in the entire NBA, not just rookies. Exactly. Exactly. And from coming off such a strong summer league, he had a great summer league. And Franz had a terrible one. So yes. it was just... I don't know. It was. It was. I wasn't expecting it. I think now we're at a point that they're both playing fairly decent. Can't really complain. I think Franz is hitting that wall. Yeah, He's I mean, been playing better, but I feel like he hit a wall. Yeah, that rookie can, wall. I can see that. He played pretty good against the Bulls. Eighteen points, four rebounds, five assists. Who, who are we talking about? Franz. Franz. The real okay. Franz. I don't know if you guys heard the Bulls broadcast, but every time Mo did something, it was Franz. Oh, yeah, Franz doesn't want to fight DeMar. <laughs> Stupid, that's not Franz. <laughs> Franz wasn't even in the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Stuff like that upsets me. I shouldn't be upset, but stuff like that upsets me. Um, But, yeah, but how did Suggs do last night, point-wise? He had 15 points on 4 for 10. It's not the best, but it's not bad either. Five rebounds. I really like that he had seven assists and just one turnover. No, you know what's really impressive about Franz? That not a lot of rookies can do? He gets to the line a lot. We're back on Franz now. I mean, not Franz. Suggs. I'm <laughs> sorry. What Suggs does a lot for to be a rookie, he gets to the line a lot. I think he got there eight times last night. He made seven of them. I mean, not eight times. He got there four times last night. Made seven to eight. Yeah, it's I hard mean, for a rookie to get to the line. They get no calls. It really is like, especially when you're on a team like the Magic, who just <laughs> don't get respect from the refs for some reason. Yeah, it's just Suggs is just relentless. Like he just goes in all the time. That's why. That's what. That's why I think if if he keeps at it, you think he's a shooting guard or a point guard, I, or just a guard. I think he's capable of playing both. So it really depends on who else you have in the backcourt with him, because he'll do whatever you ask him to do. You want him to f- facilitate, he'll facilitate. If you want him to score, he'll score. If you want him to defend, he'll definitely defend. Yeah, he's definitely gonna do that. So, full healthy squad, healthy Magic team. Who are your starters? Oh. Right um, now, not including any draft picks this year, no trades, nothing. Right now, if if the report came out today, Magic playing the Clippers with a fully healthy team, who's starting? No minute restrictions, nothing. So I'd, I'd start Cal at point. Okay. I want to say Suggs would be my two. So Suggs already beats out Cole. I just, I've always been a big Cole is more of a six-man type player. Yeah. Like, you need that off the bench. So he's a Ross replacement is what you're saying. Like a Jamal Crawford. Yeah, basically like a Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams type player. That's what I've always seen Sugg- Cole as, sorry. So I'd start Suggs at the two. Franz would be my three. Jonathan Isaac at the four and Wendell at the five. I think it's pretty balanced. Offense, defense, we 
That's probably the best lineup we could put out there. I think I'm bricked. <laughs> no, I'd probably go with the same, to be honest. So I'd do, yeah, Fultz and Suggs, definitely. I mean, Suggs got to work on his three. Um, That's a lot of – there's not really a lot of shooting in that lineup because Franz hasn't been hitting the three either. That's and true. Isaac, we saw him hit trying to hit twos. I mean, but, hey, we're not going to win anyway. So, <laughs> so experience is the best teacher. Nobody's scoring on that lineup, though. I'll tell you that. It's, I think they're a good lineup. I mean, for what we have, that's probably the best thing that we could put out there. Yeah. That's a smart lineup. That's probably our five smartest, I would say. Mm. IQ, like basketball, IQ-wise. I think I agree with you. I mean. Maybe. Cole and Suggs is kind of tied right there. But Fultz is Fultz might be the highest IQ player on the team. Yeah. I that's... feel like Franz is as a rookie, he just I don't know, he impresses me every game. And Wendell is actually really smart defensively and offensively. Like he just knows where to be. I just saw Cole say Wendell is the best screener he's ever played with. And he played with Vooch. Well, I mean Wendell is just a big body. And he knows how to set screens. It's one thing to be big. It's something entirely different to actually know how to use that. Exactly. When he sets those screens, you feel them. Exactly. And you you start to worry about the next one. So imagine, that has Kel played with Wendell? No, he got hurt before the trade deadline last year. So this that pick and roll, especially if Dell could pop to the three like he has been doing, that's kind of dangerous. I'm excited for Markel to come back. It's... It's been over a year now, and he's only going to make everyone else better. Yeah, Franz, that's... he's going to pump Franz up. He's going to pump Wendell up. Isaac's going to be blocking everything. <laughs> I don't even want this. Is we're going too far ahead now? Okay, so where were we talking about Chicago? Speaking of the Wagner's, though, there's another Wagner that's like he's been hooping, or he hooped this game. I don't know what was his name again. Franz Wagner. Franz, no. I think, According to the it, the Bulls announcer, Franz. Will the real Mo please stand up? Oh, shots, shots fired, shots fired. Well, no, I mean it's just there's one Mo that's worth talking about, and the other. Oh Mo, that's my just, goodness, he's kind of just there. Are we talking about the M O E? The M O E, Wagner, twenty three points, two rebounds, four assists, nine for thirteen from the field. I'd say that's a pretty good game. And he has those, what do you call them, intangibles? Like you just can't, the energy, the annoyance that he gets under players' skin, that's, I think that goes a long way. He's, he's really physical on a team that's not really physical. That's a good he, point. He never shies away from contact. It doesn't matter who you are, if you're DeMar DeRozan or Luka. It does, he doesn't care. He doesn't care at all, and that's what I love about him. Like he stirs it. He stirs the pot, even if we're down 20. Or if we're up 20. We saw both of that. We saw Luca. We were down 20. Got in Luca's face. Annoyed the heck out of him. Like, and we were up 20. Who is this guy? Against <laughs> Chicago. Got in DeRozan's face. And every team needs a player like that. You can't just have a bunch of happy-go-lucky guys running up and down the court. And it has been a very long time before we, since we had a player like that. I'd say MCW was probably the closest thing to it recently. Yeah, MCW's built like the same way. He's cut from the same cloth. He... He doesn't take anything from anybody. Yeah. 
and it's good. You need players like that. They can change the tide of the game. Just, just by energy alone. Energy, hustle, a passion. So, yeah. So, so, so you're saying, is there a new segment on the show? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, there is. Will the real Mo please stand up? I like that segment. <laughs> so we're debuting our new segment, Mo versus Mo. Where basically we'll just talk about which Mo played better the past week. And you guys know something funny? We were just talking before this episode, and I asked Devontae, I was like, yo, how old is, is Mo Wag? And Devontae was like, I don't know, 26, 25, 26. I was like, yeah, he's been in the league for a little bit. But Mo Wag is 24. And I asked him, how old is Bamba? He was like, maybe 22, 21, 22. Mo Bamba is 23 years old. So he's a year younger than Mo Wag. I don't know why I felt like there was such a big difference between those two. I think, I don't know. Mo is just always considered one of the young players, part of our young core. And Mo Wagner, he just never, his name is never thrown out there at all. To be honest, when we first got him, I thought it was like, oh, all of our players are injured. We just need someone to fill a fill a role right now. So I never really looked at him like part of the core, but he's he's actually pretty good. I mean, he's inconsistent. He might be the definition of inconsistent. He'll give you 25 like he did last night, and then he won't score again for two weeks. <laughs> Still getting to a couple fights, but... Yeah, but like, like we said, he has those intangibles that you need and that you want on your team. And that's just something that Mo, if Mo's not giving you statistical production, Mo doesn't... Re- Bamba, sorry. Mo Bamba doesn't really bring anything else to the table. But the other Mo, the real Mo... <laughs> He doesn't need the score to affect the game. Are we, are we, is this recency bias? Is it just because he just balled out last night and a couple nights before that we're doing this? Well, no. I mean, just last week, Bamba dropped, what, 32? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had 28 in the first half. All from three, though. This, this is my thing. Like, if you do, you could get hot from three and score a bunch of buckets. Mo does it from different, like, did he score any threes last night? Which Mo? Not Mo <laughs> Wag, the real Mo. Um, he had one three. And he scored 20, and how much did he score? 23? 23. See? Yeah, I get to get what you're saying. He like, was hitting Euros. He was yeah. dunking like he was Jordan splitting the legs. And he plays with flair and style. And, yeah. Passion. You know, I, I just love it. I mean, I know he's not a rotation guy on a good team, but on this team, he's in my rotation every night. You know what would be fun to watch? Him and MCW on the floor together. I don't know if we'd be watching basketball anymore. Probably <laughs> UFC. <laughs> a tag team in WWE. And if Wes was still out there, Wes, I feel like Wes used to be about that action. I do miss Wes. Is he on a team right now? Um, last I heard, last he was on Dallas, but I, I didn't think hear he anything. was in Dallas, New Orleans, something like that. Oh, true. Who knows? So for this game, Mo versus Mo, who wins? I think it's clear cut. Uh, it's. Pretty unanimous at this point. We're gonna start taking score. So that's one zero. We'll start this this series right now. That's one zero. That's one zero. You know what? M O E. You know what's sad? At the beginning of the year, it used to be Wendell versus Mo. Now look what Mo has succumbed <laughs> to. But Bum versus Wagner. Speaking of Wendell versus somebody. Oh, Wendell. Good segue. He, he kind of you know has elevated himself to a different category, to a different level. So he's no longer being compared to Mo Bamba. But now it's kind of, is Wendell Carter better than Vucevic? Oh, and that wasn't even a straight-up one-for-one deal either. Oh, it wasn't. When, when you're talking about the trade, who won, 
I think it's pretty obvious to see. And we haven't even drafted the next pick. Oh, we did get two picks from them. We got two first round picks. I mean, it's for next year, and I don't know how well they're going to be yet next year because Zach Levine is a free agent. So if they lose Zach, they, we could be looking at another top 15 pick, maybe. But I mean, even with. And Vooch is a that, year older. We have Franz Wagner, who is top five right now in Rookie of the Year race. And we have Wendell Carter Jr., who's arguably on one of the best contracts in the NBA. Speaking of that, how much is his contract right now? I think it is, we looked it up, it was 50 mil for four years. That's, that's unbelievable. That's incredible. Especially, especially for his production. Especially, <laughs> and especially for what Vooch was on, which was $100 million for four years. Half the price of Vooch. And what was their um, stats last night? Matchup stats. Last night, Wendell in 28 minutes had 19.7 rebounds. 8 for 12 from the field, 2 for 3 from 3. Even had 3 blocks. 3 blocks. And A couple dunks on Vooch. We don't miss the, you know, the Matador defense that Vooch used to play. Yeah, I mean, like we said, that big body. When he starts throwing it around, there's not much you can do to it. Exactly. And Vooch, on the other hand, had 13 points, 13 rebounds on 4 for 19 from the field. 4 for 19? 2 for 8 from 3. 5 turnovers, and he fouled out. So, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious there, too, who won that matchup. Yeah. And and the game. I wonder if you ask both fans. I mean, they're, of course, they're going to be homers. But I wonder if you want, if you ask them if they'd rather Vooch, Franz. I mean, not Vooch. Um, Wendell, Franz, and another first-round pick if they would take that instead of Vooch. Well, I think the big thing is just the way that Wendell started out this year. Even last year when he came over, he wasn't playing as well as he is now. And it shows that he, because he's so young, he can still just continue to get better. Yeah. Whereas Vooch, we already know his ceiling. And it's not a bad player at all. It's not it's a bad still. trade, to be honest. Because I think I've seen someone say it perfectly on Twitter. We won the trade, but Bulls didn't lose the trade either. Yeah. I mean, the Bulls got what they need in the moment. And we have what we need for the future. And you could argue DeRozan only came because of Vooch. That is true. He did try to lure him in in free agency that with their past as being friends, former teammates. So I think it works out. We got to see how well the Bulls do from now, I guess, or from this team. They were number one in the East for most of the season up until Levine Levine went out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Grayson, too. (laughs) The Caruso got hurt. So, yeah, I wouldn't say the Bulls lost necessarily, but they're not really, you know, we won. No, yeah, in my opinion, we definitely won that trade because – Franz still a rookie. Wendell is on like one of the best contracts right now. So, arguably, I think we won. But that brings me to my question that I didn't even ask you before. Oh, oh, this is another new segment. It's called Josh's Corner. Oh yeah, I like so, that. Yeah, we're in Josh's corner now. He's gonna control the show. I don't know what he's gonna ask me. Well, it's not that. It's not that deep. But since we're talking about Chicago, we're talking about Orlando. We have free agency coming up in this summer. I looked at a couple of free agent lists. And what is the likelihood you think we could land a Levine? Mm, <laughs> not very. Is that is that an answer? Not likely. It's not very likely at all. Yeah, I think we have a lot of guards anyways, right? I mean, would he could he play the three? Well, I mean, they run DeRozan and Levine together on the wing. 
I don't think there's much difference in their size. So I think they kind of just switch in between. Would you do a sign and trade? Would he want to come here? Doubt it. Yeah, I don't. But what team has salary cap that is a good team that he would want to go to? I don't see why he'd want to leave the Bulls. That's a good point. When he's when they're all healthy, they they were number one in the East for a good portion of the season so far. With him out, what are they number three, three or four? You know, you know, people love money though. If they can't offer him the max, uh, they'd be dumb not to. They got they already got a hundred million dollars for Vooch, and I don't know what DeRozan's contract looks like. I'm sure they signed Caruso to a hefty penny. There's Lonzo. There's, there's just no way you let Levine walk. Especially after the success they've had in their first season together. Yeah. But I just can't see it happening. Okay. So I've been shut down in Josh's first corner. <laughs> <laughs> if we're keeping score, that's one for me. <laughs> Zero for Josh. <laughs> Well, it was a question, to be fair. Just wanted to see your response, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, getting down to the end of the show. You got anything you want to talk about? Um, we can look ahead to the next couple games we have. We play the Clippers, the Pistons, and the Mavs. All three at home. I'll actually be at that Clippers game live. Oh, are you doing a, a live podcast? Well, I don't know how to do all that yet, so... Um... <laughs> We'll wait to get to that part of our success. But, no, I'll be there. I'll be tweeting from the game. I'll send a couple pictures. Um, so, yeah. what do you think our record will be? All right, so we got Clippers, Pistons, Maps. Clippers. We're losing to the Clippers. We're going to lose to the Clippers. Pistons. I feel like Weltham is going to try their best to lose to the Pistons. But I think we so win you that think one. We're gonna sit some people that aren't hurt. No, we, <laughs> is uh, is Franz gonna stub his toe? <laughs> is the real Mo gonna get hurt? Uh, no, I think I think we I think we lose versus the Clippers. I think we win versus the Pistons, and we lose to the Mavs. I can see that. I mean, I think best case scenario is one and two to be either the Clippers or the Pistons because I don't see us beating Luca in the Mavs. Yeah, and if we lose to the Pistons, I guess that's a win-win for us, right? Another loss to go in the draft column. I mean, we're so far ahead already. We're like four games, I think. Yeah, no one's even close to us. So we, we could win a couple games still, and it won't hurt us. Plus, with the way they do the lottery odds now, it's, what is it, the dot, the bottom three? We all have this. Have not we, odds. but yeah, they all have the same odds. But No, you're right. It's we. Yeah. It's we. True. We had the same odds last year and ended up with the fifth pick. So, you know what? Done with that. Anything else you got on there? No, I mean, I don't know if you want to remind everyone about the giveaway we have going. Yep. So we are going to do a giveaway. Um, still working on the product. So once we have the product ready and available, I'm going to send the tweet out, uh, put the directions on there, and then you guys could win two pieces of merch. Custom merch. Custom merch. Not another Magic Pod merch. And something special that I'm working on myself. It's a secret. I don't even know. He he kept that in his corner too. Exactly. That's in my corner. You're probably gonna ask for one. That's why I didn't I didn't tell you about it yet. I'm not a freeloader. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate y'all listening again. If you've made it this far, just please subscribe, like the tweet, retweet the tweet, share it, tag your friends. Leave comments. We'd love to interact with you guys. I mean, 
that's my favorite part of Twitter, honestly. If you have any suggestions for us on what we should do differently on the show, what you like, what you dislike, we're open to all criticism. Yeah, exactly. And if you love it, just tell us. We really love the motivation. We're going to keep going. Um, not sure when the next pod will be yet. Probably after that Clippers game when I go to it. Uh, but yeah, you guys have a great rest of your week. Hashtag magic together. And this was not another magic pod. Peace.